That's who I am today. I'm risk taker <laughs> John, baby. You're not a fucking risk taker. You have all the anxiety. You make sure that everything is calculated before you take a leap. Before you even leave the door, you're like, who's going? Where are we going to? When are we going? When are we leaving? Who's going to be there? Like, you don't do anything that's not calculated. You're a fucking liar. And welcome back, back to Q3 Street! Wow, John. I'm, I'm John. And I'm Alex. I usually go first. I'm Alex. And he's what, that's John. protocol? I don't know. I just feel like it is. Like, you know how we have like the same intro. We have the same outro. And welcome to our podcast. Episode 29. Nine. Wow. That's... Of season two. We had like right. 80 or something in our first season. I know. I know, I know. Guys, we got back from New York last night at 3 a.m. Last night? This, this morning. morning. <laughs> yeah. 3 a.m. So if we don't give mediocre advice, it's not because we're not good at giving advice. I mean, wait. No, if we do give mediocre advice, it's not because we're, we're not good at giving advice. Okay. Anyways, so <laughs> what? <laughs> it's because we only got four hours of sleep, but I did just take like a power nap for 30 minutes. Yeah, you did. Instead, I was like, I'll just drink more coffee, yeah. but it's not helping. I know, man. Yesterday was crazy. Went to the airport. We we're like, we got there so early. We're like, we're going to try to get on an earlier flight. I've know. never done that before. I don't know why I was just like, we're lucky today. Yeah. <laughs> we're lucky today. We weren't. We're totally going to get on an earlier flight. Cause, and I think the reason why that got in our head was because on our way to New York, we were waiting in LA and it was an early flight and the, ours was like a 6 a.m. flight, but there was like a 5.30 flight and we were there and we, and the, the guy guy's was like, like oh, I missed it by five you minutes. You just missed it by five minutes. Otherwise you guys could have gotten on this flight. And so I think because we thought that we could have gotten on that flight, we thought that it could work in New York, but it didn't. It didn't. So we were at the airport for like five hours, but it was I fine. I was standing there with my standby ticket. I'm like, come on. And then they only had one spot left. I'm like, all right, see you later, Alex. But then she said I couldn't go. No, so. I didn't. I said, go without <laughs> me, John. I literally said, please, for the love of God, I need some peace. Go on that flight. Uh, I'll so, get so much more work done at the airport without right, you. Right, right. So we didn't get that flight. And then no. our original flight got pushed back twice. Yeah. So we ended up boarding at like 1120. Whatever. We're back and we're here. We're here. To answer your questions. But that's, how? That's fucking dedication. You know, we're like, we got to get back. We got to Because then shoot. I leave like tomorrow to yeah. Mexico City. I am so glad I'm not you. I'm so jealous. You're going to have a good time. You're I, having a girl's trip in I know, Mexico I'm City. I'm excited, but I just, I feel like you need some fluff in between trips away. Like to go back to back, it's so tiring. And and we were supposed to have more time, but it's for because of the hurricane that the news made seem days. so bad. I know. The news was like, oh my God, flooding everywhere. And maybe, I don't know, was it? Was well, I think some places got hit really hard, but like okay. where we live, it didn't really hit that bad. Either way, flying into LAX, I'm sure they It was beautiful flights. and sunny in New York, so I didn't mind the extra time. Just like, we're always behind. Every time we like leave somewhere, we come back, we're like, oh, 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 we got so much shit to do. You, that's not just us. I'm sure everyone is like that. Everyone just like- I don't care work. about anyone else. We're talking about us right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that. You're like, like, wait, let's talk about other. Like, no, no, no. I don't I'm fucking just saying care that about that. Like, it's not just you. Everyone right I'm now, sure it feels is just me. You, you're not going anywhere. Like, you're not going anywhere. You're not editing the short film. I am. You're like Alex. How's that short film going? I know. Let's Get go. it done. Speed it up. And I'm like, oh, I have two hours to do this. 
It's fine. Well, the short film is coming along. I'm excited. I'm way more excited now. So we weren't sure, but that's the thing about editing videos. Any anyone who edits videos knows that you are not sure how it's going to turn out until it's done. Like you can envision the shots and you're like, I don't know though, because it all comes down to the final edit. I don't know if everyone's going to agree with that, <laughs> but like seeing the whole production, I'm like, editing is like huge. Key. You need to be able to act, but editing takes it to the next level. Right. It makes me feel a little, give a little bit more like leeway, I guess, to shitty films like that actors have been in, you know, when they're like, oh, this was a shitty film. I'm like, or, or was it just a shitty editor? Right. <laughs> you know? Editing, audio, and acting. Anyway, how was your trip to New York? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you have fun? We spent yes. a whole day out east. Listen, we never see family as good as see family. I think it's just like four days with anyone is enough. My family, your family, friends. I just feel like four days is a good amount of time to see people and then... After that. So by day four, you were you were done. Yeah, I was ready to be like back in my own bed, back into like our routine. Cause I just, I eat and drink I like shit. I'm I know, like, I like being in routine also. Yeah, but, creature of habit. But I mean, it was, it was still nice. I loved seeing my niece and nephew. They got so big. Olivia's just like chatting away. She's a little parrot. And then my nephew, Daniel, Everyone's he just turned kids. one and he um, busted his lip open on the stairs. He fell that on his was, face. Wow. Traumatic. Traumatic. Yeah. He needed stitches. I'd be like, what do we do? His what do, what, what, what do we do? I'm just glad it wasn't me watching him at that moment. And then my fell. other cousin's baby, he is so fucking cute. <laughs> but we went out to lunch with them and he try he eats everything. He just like tries everything. My cousin was so good at introducing all these new foods. And like, we don't know what protocol is. I'm like, what what should one be eating at this age? But John was sitting next to him. And he's scarfing down like all these little, and he's not even one yet. He's nine. He was old, very maybe, demanding. Maybe, but John is getting so nervous. He's like, Angela, how many blueberries do you have left? Angela <laughs> was feeding him way too slow. He was like, <laughs> I'm like, hurry up, give him more blueberries. And then you were like, ration them because what's he gonna do when they're I was looking all at out? like the time to berry ratio. I'm like, how how much longer do we have before he freaks out? Like, yeah. how many berries do we have left? Because it's one berry per like ten seconds. She was prepared though. She had enough for oh, him. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, but you I were mean, nervous. I don't know. I was like, I was like, cut the berries in half. What like, what are you gonna do? You were nervous, but and then we got coffee with grandma. I love grandma. Yeah. Anyways, Long Island, <laughs> cool, cool, cool place. John's exhausted. Out east. <laughs> the vineyards, Woodford, Woodford, Woodford oh. Estate. Wolfer Estate. Wolfer Estate. Got some wine there, a charcuterie board. Yeah. So Beautiful it's, time. It's nice to visit. I feel like Eastern Long Island, end of August, September, October, such pretty, such a pretty time to be there. It was a fabulous time. And now we're back and ready to, to answer rock. these crazy questions. Anything else? Any other updates? Yeah, there is one more thing. Like, subscribe, email, <laughs> comment, give us those reviews. Let's get our podcast up there. I want to be number one in the wow, charts, John, baby. Good for you. Number one. Okay. Oh, there is one thing that I do want to say, too. What? I do want to thank you for always taking the middle seat on airplanes. Whenever Excuse we're me? flying, you always take the middle seat. It depends on who's sitting next to us. Like, I'm No, not gonna... I don't think that you've ever let me take the middle seat. Unless actually we have the aisle. But even then, you're still like, no, 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 you take Ooh, the aisle. I don't want you sitting you're, next to the stranger. You're very kind. That's very kind. And you could sleep. I, I won't be able to sleep either way. So that's you true. could lean your head against the window, sleep. I sleep. And I'll just be miserable. Everywhere. No. 
But I just feel like that's very, it doesn't go unnoticed. So I just wow. want to say thank you so much. Wow. I appreciate it. Everyone, everyone heard it. Words of affirmation. Thank you. I have nothing to say to that. Are but you going to cry? That was very nice of you. <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Are you tired of endlessly searching for the perfect doctor? Well, wipe those tears away and put down that ice cream because we have the solution for you. Introducing ZocDoc, the one-stop destination to find and book the doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. Once you find the doc you want, you could book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. With ZocDoc, you could say goodbye to the hassle of asking everyone you know for recommendations. This free app connects you with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You could easily filter your search based on your insurance, location, and the specific condition you need treatment for. But wait, there's more. Many of their doctors have appointments available within 24 hours, ensuring that you get the care you need when you need it most. No more waiting weeks or even months for an appointment. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to take charge of your health care. Head over to ZocDoc.com straight and download ZocDoc app for free today. Find and book a top-rated doctor who truly understands you and makes you feel comfortable. That's ZocDoc.com straight, ZocDoc.com straight. Take the first step towards better healthcare with ZocDoc. And this week's episode is also sponsored by DraftKings. Step into the ultimate action-packed world of DraftKings Casino. Right now, new customers can get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code GIVEIT. And new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code GIVEIT. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsible. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org 21 plus physically present in connecticut michigan new jersey pennsylvania west virginia only void in ontario one per opted in new customer minimum of five dollar deposit max match a hundred dollars in casino credits which require one time playthrough within seven days see terms at casino dot draftkings.com slash players choice restrictions apply okay shall yeah, we jump into, into questions it. okay we all know that certain actions are commonly viewed as unforgivable in marriage such as physical abuse but what about words for example if your husband laughs at or demoralizes your dreams if you thought you might be pregnant and he says you better not ruin my career plans or if you were really sad and he exclaims, say la vie, are these just normal parts of a marriage? Or is this a pattern of behavior slash words that are unforgivable since those aren't things you'd say to someone you love? I can't tell if I'm being overly sensitive or if I married someone who is selfish and has no empathy. Yeah, that guy definitely has no empathy. And I also think he's projecting like his own like fears almost when he's saying shit like that. Like, is that him be, him basically like telling you like, don't have a baby or don't get a new whatever because it's going to affect him in a negative way of how he feels. I mean, um, emotional abuse is a thing. Of course. Verbal abuse is a thing. So, I mean, yeah, you might be able to talk yourself 
into thinking that you're being too sensitive, but if it's actually hurting your feelings and it's a pattern, then you're not. But I think you have to communicate and be like, why are you talking to me this way? I agree. Yeah. I don't think how he's going about it is okay at all. I just think he is projecting his feelings in a very negative way. Like there's a better way of going about like telling your partner, communicating to your partner, like how you feel about a situation. Right. I, and I will say that like normal parts of marriage, like we do banter with one another, but I will say that we do our best to not take digs at one another, like personal digs. And if something is taken maybe out of context or whatever, like you have to communicate about it and be like, what, were, what did you mean by that? Right. You know? And so maybe just talk to him about it the next time that he says one of those things. Next question. Yeah, I just don't like how he was saying that shit, though. Uh, you need to nip that in the ass. Nip it in the ass. Okay, next. Next question. My boyfriend of 10 years broke up with me on a phone call and asked me to move out the same day, a random Tuesday in the middle of a work day. He says it's because we don't have sex enough, which He's is 100. John, He's you like have to let me finish quick? these questions. Okay, God. He says it's because we don't have sex enough, which is 100% true. I have a low libido. He is also an alcoholic, which was a huge reason why I didn't want to have sex with him most nights. Do you think the lack of sex was actually the reason he broke up with me? Or do you think he's seeing someone else? I mean, John already answered that. <laughs> For him to say that, like, we're done, leave. Somebody's there for him to fill that void. He's definitely talking to someone else. I, I think so. As far as like breaking up with you over the phone, I mean, I've done that before. You have? Yeah. And like, I don't know if but like it, I was. After dating someone it, for 10 no, years? No, 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 no. People that years? I was like talking to for a couple months here and there, I'd be like. Phew. And you live together? I mean, like you can't have an adult grown conversation and be like, this isn't working out. Right. No, he, 10 years is different. Even a year is different. But I'm saying like when I did, it was like a couple months. I didn't really care. I don't know. I think it's just dangerous to go and assume and even for us to answer and be like, this is what happened. You know, this is why. And you won't know until you communicate and literally ask. And I don't know. I just feel like if you've been together for 10 years, I wouldn't accept that. Like if you called me and you were like, we're getting a divorce, get out of the house. I'd be like, no, no, you, you, I deserve to know why. Like we deserve to have a conversation about this. You don't just throw 10 years down the drain and yes, live with all, someone. All that is fucked up. I will say this though, in my younger self, like I've definitely broken up with people so I can hang out with other people. You're like, I just need to nip this in the bud and just get it over with. Yeah. Okay. So you think that it is like because someone else is involved. 100%. And potentially. Who's going to really like nothing detrimental really happen in this relationship and it's been going on for 10 years and for him to just like immediately be like, it's a Tuesday. We're done. Get out of the house. That's so fishy. Again, I just think that you deserve answers. So if you ask, you know. He probably won't tell you. Maybe. You don't know. I mean, I ask know. him, but I'm just saying I'm I doubt. John's like, I doubt I that asshole's going to say anything. After, again, after 10 I'm years, not, you live I together. Would, listen, <laughs> separated. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> if we were dating for a while, that's a different story. My younger self dating people for a couple of months, I didn't give a shit. I was like, right, I'm hanging out with someone else. Wait, but again, this is not that. I know. <laughs> Fuck that guy. He's obviously hiding something. Just ask. Just literally fucking ask. Just have a conversation. Say, I'm not just moving my shit out. We need to have a conversation. Tell and him to fucking out. move out. 
Fight fire with fire. Next question. So there is a super cute guy at work, and I recently found out he's single. We chat a little bit, but just small talk mostly. Would it be appropriate to ask him out at work since that's the only place I see him? How would I go about asking him out? Personally, I don't. I wouldn't want to shit where I eat, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when I was doing one of my rotations, I was like, I had a huge crush on my like Professor. instructor. You know I what? knew no. it, John. I never hooked up with my professor. Yeah, you did. No. Yeah, I'm saying my did. instructor when I was like in field work and I was with her for like three months working. Making out. And I was like, when I was done, like, all right, I'm going to ask her. Oh, so it was like after everything was done. Yeah, and I asked her and she turned me down. Oh. So thank God I didn't say anything while we were working together because that would have been so awkward. Oh my gosh. I'm not saying shoot, don't shoot your shot, but- Prepare yourself. You guys see each other all the yeah, time? Yeah, and that's a good a good point. Like, you do have to prepare yourself for rejection in this case. Like, it might not go the way. And I don't know. Maybe, like, lean into, like, trust your instinct. Are, do you guys have good chemistry? Do you flirt a lot? Like, Cool. I trusted my instinct thinking she was going to say yeah, and she said <laughs> no. Yeah, you also thought that I was going to say yes to you when you we did. were dating. <laughs> what are you ta- we're fucking married. What are you talking about? But it was Can't a risk. Make this but about you. But it was you. a risk. <laughs> and you took it. So what do you think she should do? I don't know. I want to know more about the job. Are you guys, do you see each other all I the time? Are you I around each other? I would do anything that I wasn't confident that it would work in my favor. You know? I would. I love taking risks. <laughs> I'm so crazy. I'm John. <laughs> I'm so cool. I take risks all the time. <laughs> risk taker, John. <laughs> That's who I am today. I'm risk taker, <laughs> John, baby. You are not a fucking risk taker. You have all the anxiety. You make sure that everything is calculated before you take a leap. Before you even leave the door, you're like, who's going? Where are we going to? Wh- when are we going? When are we leaving? Who's going to be there? Like, you don't do anything that's not calculated. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> John's like, mm, I'm so crazy. I take risks. That's me. <laughs> no, you don't. I feel like certain no, things. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't. You were 100% confident that that girl would say yes to you. And that's why. If you had any inkling that she wouldn't have, you would have said that. I know I've taken risks with a lot of things. What? And I just cannot think of anything (laughs) right here in the moment. But I have. I I have. So crazy. You're so lucky. You're so brave. (laughs) I got a bunch. You're so lucky. I can't think of them right now. My brave man. Guy, next question. (laughs) I just think that, I don't know. I don't have an answer, honestly. My brain's not working today, but I think do what feels best. Cliff, and, Cliff note. I think it depends on your work environment. Are you guys around each other all the time? Right. Is there somebody in a different building that you see Is once in a while? In case it doesn't work out. Right. That you How confident don't have to are see you? Is this person going to, do you think this person's genuine? Like if you ask this person out, is he going to throw it in your face? But a lot of people do. Also, meet- what is your work code of ethics or whatever? Oh, like are you allowed to date people? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure like, like for example, healthcare patient. Oh well, that's like, different. I mean, this, if this is a coworker though, but just know that there's the risk of it potentially not working out because even if you do end up dating, what happens if you break up? Like, would you be okay in a situation that could go south? You just gotta ask yourself that. But at the same time, you might end up loving each other and riding into the fucking sunset. So, low so sh- risk, low reward. High risk, high reward. Okay. <laughs> Next question. 
I recently got engaged to my fiance, whom I've been with for five years. I love him so much and all of his friends except one. He wants to put him in our wedding, and I'd rather have a random man up there than this man. He has always been rude to me and treats me with no respect. My fiance denies that he treats me poorly because I think he doesn't want to ruin his friendship with someone that he has known for a long time. Am I crazy to ask him to not have him in our wedding? Or should I just put up with the possibility of having him mess up our day? It's your day. I can do what you want. From a guy's perspective, I did my part. You know, like I proposed to you. I'm fucking out of it. I don't think I even... Did I even invite anyone to our wedding? I think my parents invited everyone. Okay, but like my thing is, is this is this guy actually going to ruin your day? Is he a flight risk? Or is there just like a reason that you don't like him that, you know, I don't know, like, cause- How important is it to your fiance? Yeah, like, like cause this guy will eventually, if your, your fiance is a close friend with him, wants him in the wedding. I don't know, like, cause if you were like, I don't want this girl in your wedding, I'd be like, um, she's my lifelong friend. Sorry. Like she's going to be in the wedding or like she's still going to be a part of my yeah, life. Because you do what you want, Alex. You don't care about other people's. <laughs> no, but I would be like, why is the reason? <laughs> like, did she actually hurt you? John, you're so ridiculous. You like, if, if it was Alex someone show. who actually hurt Alex you, show. but if you're just being petty about it, I'd be like, what is your purpose for actually not liking this person? You know, there's, I, I need answers. Like, what specifically has this guy done? Are you just annoyed by this person? Yeah. I mean, like, or is it just pick like and choose your battles? Passive aggressive things. Like, I need I need more specifics. Would this person like, actually sabotage your wedding? That's what I mean. Like, are they best friends? Like, sabotage his best friends? Set wedding? up some some family members to keep an eye then and be like, you know, if he acts a fool, kick him out. But what are the odds that he's actually going to sabotage your wedding day or mess it up? Right. I just I feel like. I need more details because I don't, more deets. I know that if you didn't like someone, it would make me question my friendship with them. But then if it was just because like, if I still chose to be friends with this person, just as your fiance is still choosing to be friends with this person, like I'd have to dive a little deeper and be like, I, why do you actually not want them in the wedding? Like you don't have to, you don't have to be friends with them. You can make this. this as big or as small of a deal as, as you want. Like, just think about that before you decide to, open up this conversation with right like your do you is this person in your friend group do you see them that often like do you actually care like would they come as a guest normally would you not want them at the wedding at, at all i don't know is it worth i don't know i just think that there's other fish to fry dig a little deeper first Dig a little bigger deeper. Fish, fish to fry yeah you know next question yeah okay I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for five months and I trust him and believe he is faithful. However, I noticed a text message from one of his close friends who has a girlfriend and is going to celebrate his birthday. The message said, we're going to talk to some hoes. I'm excited. And my boyfriend responded with, I'm about it. Ha ha. What the fuck does that mean? Should I be worried about this? I mean, so how his friend has a girlfriend so it would be like one of your friends who's in a relationship reaching out and being like, we're going to talk to some hoes. And then you being, is that what it is? Sounds like, yeah, I think that's So his is. friend has a girlfriend, but the guy messaged his friend saying he wants to talk to hoes. Yeah. So they both are in relationships. Yeah, they're both in relationships. And they're going out to celebrate his birthday. Is it smart? No. Is he just talking out of his ass to joke? Again. Him also saying, I'm about it. I feel like that's his way of just being like, yeah, man. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's like your closest friend and they were like, I'm going to go talk to some hoes. And if I responded back like, 
no, that is not appropriate and I will not be doing that. I feel like that friendship I will also, automatically be like, what? But I also think what people say and what they do is message, different. Exactly. Like, what are people doing in real life? Like, that's like when I talk about girls trips with my friends. I'm like, we're going to get lit. Are we? No, we're going to put face masks on and <laughs> wake up at six to go to yoga. Maybe in our 20s. But I mean, even if you were like getting free drinks, you get like shit. It happens like I. Just be appropriate. I wouldn't I be know. worried about it. I honestly think that you're- People just say stuff. Yeah. And like, to me, your boyfriend responding with, I'm about it, is just his way of just kind of like putting it to bed. Like, kind of like brushing that Yeah, I mean over. like, cause it's not like he was like- I'm not saying you're not yeah, justified. Man. Like I understand like being a little upset, like talk to him about it, but making it a huge deal. I wouldn't not, I wouldn't not be annoyed. I would address it. But I, but I wouldn't- let it ruin your relationship or I wouldn't let it bother you until he does actually act on it. Obviously it is bothering you though. So definitely say something or you're going to let it eat at you. Right. But don't come at him like, what the fuck is this? Right. Are we not? Is this okay? I don't know. I'm like, I don't, I mean, listen, this is, this is real. Everyone thinks differently where the threshold is. And for us, I'm like, Dude, whatever. You're just fucking saying shit. I'm also shit. just too tired. Like, I just know that if I read this from you, I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You ain't talking to no one. <laughs> People are going to probably get mad. It's like, this is so fucked up. But honestly, everyone's different. Whatever. And like, I know you're not going to fucking do, do anything. How much do you trust your partner? Like, it boils down to trust in your relationship. Like, there's... Like you guys, there's so send, much other shit you could get mad about. Like so much other and stuff. Actions just speak louder than words. You know, we're gonna talk to some hoes. I'm excited. I mean, I'd be more annoyed with like his friend because again, like your boyfriend's response to him. What is he gonna be like? Check his moral compass and be like, friend, this is not okay. Which he could. He really could. But I think I he's know probably if my friend like, responded back to me like that. I'd be like, dude, what the fuck? But if you were the one who was like. We're going to talk to some hoes. Then I'd have an issue with you. Like if I read that. But if I read your response and you were just like, I'm about it. I'd be like, all right. I got okay. nothing to worry about. <laughs> I mean, it might be annoying. Whatever. I don't fucking know. Honestly. I think we're just in agreement. Like, don't be too crazy about it. You know, <laughs> say something though. You know, be as crazy as you fucking want. Right. Light his house on fire. As a reminder, this episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Tired of the endless doctor hunt? Say goodbye to the struggle and hello to your health hero with ZocDoc. ZocDoc is your all-in-one solution for finding and booking the perfect doctor. Plus, they take your insurance. No more ice cream comfort needed. Why wait on hold when you could book with a few taps? ZocDoc lets you schedule appointments instantly, saving you the awkward waiting time. Forget the recommendations hassle. ZocDoc connects you with top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. Filter by insurance, location, and condition. It's like matchmaking for your health. And the cherry on top? Many ZocDoc doctors have appointments available within 24 hours. No more waiting forever for care. Don't let healthcare stress you out. Take the reins at ZocDoc.com straight and snag their free app today. Find your health match and take charge of your well-being. ZocDoc.com slash straight. Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash straight. Transform your healthcare journey with ZocDoc. 
And just a reminder, this week's episode is also sponsored by DraftKings. Don't forget to step into the ultimate action-packed world at DraftKings Casino. Play all-time favorites like blackjack, roulette, and slots. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer, make your deposit, and start playing from a full suite of games. Play online on your time, in your space, and within your means. Calling all new customers. Dive in with a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up using promo code GIVEIT. <laughs> it's your tickets to the $100 deposit match. Download the DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with promo code GIVEIT. And new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code Give it. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly. In partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available. For problems gambling, call 888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus. Physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only. Void in Ontario. One per opted in new customer, minimum $5 deposit. Max match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time playthrough within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Next question. I have been talking about getting this position at work and my boyfriend has been super supportive, imagining how he would help me once my schedule becomes hectic and whatnot. Then out of nowhere, about one week until the position opens, he decides to apply for the job too and he gets it. Is it fair to be jealous? I feel completely violated because I trusted him with my dream and he goes and grabs it at the last moment. And now whenever he shares situations about his work and the perks he gets, I feel extremely jealous. What should I do? I mean, did you apply? If you if you applied, and you weren't good enough for the position, John. To each his own. No, I think it's definitely kind of fucked up because he knew you wanted it. But is this like the Oscar kind of thing? Like, you gotta be like, happy. I'd be happy you for guys you, are, but I'd feel if, a little bit jelly. In the end, if you guys are a team, what's his is yours. What's yours is his. Like, if the plan is to. That's a tough one though, because like. I'd be annoyed. Fuck yeah, I'd be annoyed. Yeah, but that's like. like you are talking about a position that you that you specifically want. I mean, and then your partner goes like, and again, to your point, yes, like if you were qualified, but I would rather go to a fucking stranger than, than my partner who now I have to look at like who was my competition and beat me out for the job. His awareness level is definitely off by him like telling you about how excited he is about the job. Like he's fucking dumb for doing that. I can see it in a world in which like if it's a position that you would want as well, you being like, hey, I think that I'm qualified for this position as well. Like what would your thoughts be if I applied? You know, would you be okay with that? Because then it gives the it gives you the space to also be like or me whoever the person is the other person applying for the position to be like yeah like i think that it'd be great if either one of us gets it or no i would feel super slighted you know i just feel like because there was the lack that's of that like communication you being like prior, hey i call shotgun and then i run and jump in the front seat before you sit there and you get mad at me because you call it shotgun but kind of not real maybe 
But it's different because if you said, if you could make an argument as to like why you wanted the front seat, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. What Go was your it. fucking argument? Because I talked about how I want to see the view. I get car sick. And so I want to sit in did the front Did she say seat. that? Did she tell him? Did she express no, that No, that's what stuff? I'm saying. Like, I don't know. So maybe. Hmm. So maybe. No, like she did. What is she, she was saying like, she's been talking about getting this position at work. And her boyfriend has been super supportive. So she was talking about it. Like this new position that was open up, opening up, she was extremely excited to apply right. for it. Okay. So yeah, I think yeah. that's a little bit shady on your boyfriend's part. Unless he had communicated to you before, I'm interested in also applying this for this position. You know, because it's also not fair. Like if he did want to apply for the position and just because you're applying for it, like I just think there was a lack of communication there. Like and now there's this awkwardness because there, there was this unspoken competition. I agree to an extent, but at the same time, I mean, like, you got the fucking job. You didn't. You obviously he, were not qualified enough. He could have told her that he was applying as well and why he was applying right. as opposed to just going behind her back. How long have they been dating? Does it say? No. So it's like a new relationship or something, you know? Like, did you guys meet at work? Right. Because it's like you technically have two separate lives right now. I would use this as you're motivation. Not you're not locked in with each other. So it's kind of just like maybe his career is more important than his relationship with you. That's something for you to look at. Mm, interesting. Think, think about that. Be like, well, obviously he cares more about his success than what's going on with the two of you. So you should think deep on your future together. I just feel like all of this, all of the awkward feelings and emotions are about this, like the jealousy, the her feeling violated because, you know, she trusted him could have been avoided if he had just communicated that he was also interested in the position. Like communication. Because again, you could then talk about why or why not, you know, it would just avoid a lot. And now you're in this weird position. So what should she do? I just said, think about it. Think like, Oh, think about, think about like, who's the priority. It's obviously not you. It's the job. So maybe his career is coming first before you. And you know what? I don't. And it depends how long you guys really been dating. Is this like a new relationship? Like if I was him, I'd be like, like, I like you and all. But yeah. But again, I just think that it was the lack of communication there. That I'm definitely not agreeing with how this guy went about it at all. Like I will say that. And like him rubbing in your face basically without him. He probably doesn't even if he doesn't know that he's There's not like a, rubbing a in your face. Like something is there. up with him. Yeah. yeah. Do I think what he did was fucked up? Yes. Am I going to be devil's advocate and say, I mean, there's a lot of variables we don't know. Yeah. And for you, I think you just think about what your future is going to look like with him. Done. Apply for a better job. Make more money, get more perks. Boom. And then break up with him. <laughs> just kidding. You don't have Nothing to like being toxic. <laughs> Next question. I'm 24 and have never been kissed or done anything sexual. I've never even been on a date or had a relationship. It's not a religious thing. I'm just kind of scared of meeting new people or having my heart broken. I've also never found someone that I feel comfortable with or have had a huge crush on anyone to take that step. I've also had problems with self-esteem and food for a long time. I used to think that if a guy saw me naked, he would find it so disgusting that he would throw up. 
I know, pretty messed up. I've been going to therapy for almost two years and it's still hard for me to let myself meet people. Recently, I started to notice more attention from guys. Apparently for people around me, I've always had attention from them, but I wasn't looking. I have a sex toy, but these days I feel like it doesn't satisfy me as it used to and I crave human contact, but I don't wanna have a one night stand or a fling. Also, I'm scared that because I'm inexperienced, I'm gonna mess up. Any tips on how to be able to connect with someone? Do you think I'm ready for a relationship and or sex? How do I approach relationships as a beginner? You got to put yourself out there. Number one, you're going to get burned a couple times. Like pre prepare yourself for that. You got to go with an open mind. What do they say in Cinderella story? Don't let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. I think that's what it is. I was thinking of Princess Bride. <laughs> you know, where like the bat is on the wall. I'm pretty about, sure that's what talking about the cartoon. No, with Hillary Duff, the Cinderella story Never. at the rest at her dad's restaurant. I think I haven't seen the movie I mean, in like a hundred years, no, but I don't know. What you're I just about. think that, yeah, you could be afraid of all these things, heartbreak, fucking up, being awkward. That's life. Feeling you're like live. you're not attractive, but that's life. Exactly. Like, Unless you put yourself out there, you're never going to know. And of course, like life is about going through these emotions, getting your heart broken, feeling these types of ways, because that's how you grow as an individual and as an adult. And so I just think that like you're you're getting in your own way here. And this is like anything in life. Same thing in careers, in relationships, business, trying a new hobby. Like you don't know what you don't know, but you have to move forward in order to learn and you have to fuck up and learn those lessons. And then you just get better and better and you grow. You don't want to live with regret. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be on your deathbed and be like, fuck, I should have taken those chances. Live. Because no one's going to remember. Do it. Do it. Just. Do it. Do it. And a lot of these are your own insecurities that you have to work through. I'm going to tell you right now, don't be scared about not doing it right. Any guy is going to be like, oh, I'm just I'm so glad that somebody even wants to give me attention. You heard it. You heard I'm it I'm telling here first. you, just get out there. Get out there. You got this. Next question. My best friend and I have been friends for 10 years. Recently, we've been talking about how compatible we are. The conversation always ends with how it would never work and how we are not sexually attracted to each other. Although I don't know if that's entirely true on my half. I don't think I could be with him romantically as I worry everything I love about him as a friend, I would hate as a boyfriend. However, I genuinely love him with all my heart and have always wondered if it would work, how good it could be. This is the classic, will it wreck the friendship? What should I do? I feel like we've had this question multiple times. It's like, if you already get in that feeling of what if, you're going to always have that feeling. I don't think it's going to die die out, you know? So... I mean, you're already saying that, like, you do... Cause you're, you're open to it. You're obviously you're open, open to it. You're open to it. But at the same time, what are the qualities that you think that you love about him as a friend that you would hate as a boyfriend? What are those, you know? Because if those are values in your life, how we talked about in the last episode, how like everyone has different things that they value, that they can connect with and move forward through in life. Again, like having kids, finances, religion, just like core values on like how where you stand on things. How is, how what? tall they are. If, okay. Do they have facial <laughs> hair? Do they have, a, do they have a nice mustache? Yep. I think these are all things that you have to take into consideration. So that's what I'm curious about. Like, what are the things that you do love about him as a friend that you think that you would hate as a boyfriend? Like, what are those things? Maybe she is talking about his height. Who knows? You could get past that. I guess everyone's different, though. Like, me, I leave with my heart, you know? Because you're a risk taker. Because <laughs> I'm a risk taker. 
anyways, <laughs> but I'm saying like, my heart guides me. So if you're, shut up. Oh, that's sweet. I lead with one of my heads. But what I'm the saying is, one. yeah. What I'm saying is like, you're already open to it. You're thinking about it. It might ruin the relationship. It might become something great. And I think if you don't, you with know, all of these, though, shoot you do your with, shot with it. But okay, so yes, like listen, he's not dating anyone. You're not dating anyone. You're not going to hurt anyone. You which might is great. affect the relationship. Is like the only thing. There's nothing. But I think you do have to consider like risk reward in these types of situations. You know, like you have to know. Number one, ask yourself, will you regret it if you never pursue something? Like, will you look back and say, hmm, like if he gets in a relationship, will you wish that you have maybe tried or like told him how you felt? However, with that said, you run the risk of changing your dynamic, changing your friendship, your relationship. So I just think you have to weigh the pros and cons there. It's a good question to, to ask yourself. Would you be upset if he dated someone else? Yeah. But also, would you be like... Would you still be friends with him if he was still in a relationship too? You know, like, I don't know. I just think uh, there's a lot of... I think maturity goes a long way too. Like, if you just straight up went to him like, look, I'm cool just being friends. However, I'm willing to, you know, test the waters here like, if I you think are. we could be compatible. I think there's a way to say it to like kind of guard yourself a little bit and say they're just like, eh, let's just be friends. And you'd be like, cool. Let's just be friends. I think there's a way to kind of get past that, but like the options out there, he either receives it. You or should ask Chat GPT how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> how should I tell my friends? Say it in the most chill way possible. You're like, you want you want to give this a shot, or I feel like there's no chill way. I think there is. I think I think us as humans, we just overcomplicate. We make things bigger than they really need to be. Yeah, for sure. You're you're two adults, like, and if you guys have such a great relationship it almost would be funny or just friendship if, yeah i mean if they're just like fuck no i'd be like yeah cool yeah, yeah cool, cool 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 same <laughs> uh, you're gross uh, just fucking around <laughs> you're <with> disgusting you. <laughs> i i mean again i think that the fact that you're writing in you're thinking about it go you know go for it be like john be a risk taker <laughs> next question <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I am a risk taker when it comes to my feelings, my heart. Because I don't care to get burned. You burned me. I came back. You burned me again. I kept coming <laughs> back until you dated me. Dude, I don't. That shit doesn't bother me. Everyone's different. You just people make shit too. That's too true. Much. Like you never held your feelings inside. No. You were always like you and me, baby. We're a good match. And I'm like, huh. everyone's different. Like. I am. I'm so black and white with things. I'm just very, and it's it's more relief for even if you said no. It's just such a relief to me that I got it off my chest. I'm like cool. I'm, well, now, now I, I know. Do yeah. Next question. <laughs> Next question. I want to know your take on my situation. I'm 26 and married to my high school sweetheart. And although I love her, I wish she had more drive. She's very content with where she lives and putting up with shitty jobs, even when she constantly complains about them. 
After high school, I went into the military and we got married a year or so later. It was just a courthouse, so only a handful of people really know about it, even to this day, including only some of my family. I've never been with anybody else, but I continuously think about the grass is greener examples. It makes it harder since I also feel like I've never had the time to truly find the adult version of myself. Recently, my longtime best friend who knows everything about me told me, I like her, she's an awesome girl, but do you think she's the right one for you? I told him I honestly don't know, but that I'm also scared to say goodbye, break her heart, and regret it. I'm wondering if through growing up, if we have grown apart maybe, and I feel like neither one has had the chance to be alone and truly find ourselves, thus leading us to our true partners. Any advice or thoughts? One thing that stands out to me, and like, don't take it lightly when you have like close friends that are good people, obviously, giving you suggestions or, because it is an outside view looking in. Like if you're already having these feelings, I'm assuming you have already had kind of had these feelings before your best friend has said something to you. It's not like now you're thinking about stuff because your friend told you. Look, you're obviously seems like you're more motivated than she is and she's kind of comfortable in her life. So people grow, people change. And I don't want you to feel bad because you feel this way. Like obviously I think there's things you can work on first before just going the opposite way. But like, I'm not going to say just stay in the marriage, just stay in it. But like, you should try to work on it first. Yeah, I think because this kind of goes back to the like, are you just feeling comfortable in your relationship? Is that a bad thing? Because it's not, you know, but I think when you are talking about your partner's drive, that's something that you didn't know when you were in high school, how driven your partner would be. You have no responsibilities then, you know? And I think as you age and get older, you're either growing together or you are kind of growing in different directions. But that's not to say that it can't work with you and your partner. You know, you're still, you're still young. Devil's advocate to that, you know, you're still young. And so you could find a more compatible partner. It's really tough. I think when no one Breakups are the worst when no one does anything wrong. You're just like, you're not right for each other anymore. Right. I think that that's the hardest breakup. That's so tough. It is. You're right. Because it's not nothing like detrimental like, that happened. You're both good people. You're just not a good match anymore. I think that those... Potentially not a good match anymore. Yeah. For anyone out there is like, they're just all people to fucking get a divorce. Like, I'm not yeah. saying get a fucking divorce. Right. Just like main takeaways, people change and grow apart. And neither party sometimes don't do anything wrong. It just I feel also like such a hypocrite in certain situations because it really just depends. I'm like, some I'm like, work on your marriage. And other ones are like, oh no, maybe every scenario is different. Yeah. yeah. And we give mediocre advice. So fucking <laughs> yeah, take it or true. don't. Take it do or don't. I, just I think will say I will say this though. Obviously, you're feeling a type of way, and something has to change either way because you're just gonna grow and it's gonna turn into resentment. That is so true. I think looking at the qualities in your partner, like you can't necessarily change people, but you can try to work through certain things. So I think communicating what you need from her in order to move forward, you know, and not necessarily having an ultimatum, but if you see that things aren't changing after a certain period of time, like you do have to work towards these things. But if someone isn't changing and they're not the person who you, you need in a relationship, that's when I think you have to yeah. Reflect and don't do anything drastic. Take some small steps first. I mean, you have to communicate and you have to work towards it working before being taking the drastic step. But at the same time, you're feeling this way for a reason. And I don't think that 
I, I, to your point, I think it's worse to settle in a relationship that isn't right. And then to your point, like feel resentful down the road, you know, once you have kids, once it's going to be harder and, you know, you'll be in a more difficult place. I agree. I also think, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people, like friends who see things from a bird's eye view, maybe, because when you're in a relationship, you could look at it with rose colored glasses as well. Everyone's different. Some people are like, like my core group of friends. I like my life. I like, you know, where I'm at in life. Other people are very driven. People want to grow and grow and grow and do new and different things. So it just seems like you both have two different kind of like life paths. And that's it. Next question. I've been in a relationship for about five years now and for the most part would say it's going strong. However, recently I've been feeling a sort of fallout between my girlfriend and I. I'm currently in a medical graduate program and feel overwhelmed with school, work, and clinics. As soon as I get home, I'm hitting the books and studying for the rest of the night. There's been times where my girlfriend will try to talk to me and want to hang out, and I try my best to engage in conversation, but feel stressed out even more because I'm not studying or using my time for school. I know she's brought it up to me before that I don't give her enough quality time, and I honestly always tell her it's because of school and how hard I'm trying to graduate on time for the both of us. I'm not sure what else to say to her. Is this guilt that I'm feeling? Should I be giving her more time, even if it's jeopardizing my schoolwork? Is my reasoning of schoolwork validating or is it an, ex or is it an excuse? A hundred percent validating. I know exactly how you feel. I've been there. I was dating somebody when I was studying for my board exam and I had no money either. So like mm. this, this girl actually was like good in that, in that way where she like would make dinner or I'd make dinner, but like, pay for things. And I understand that, but I really couldn't give her the attention that she wanted. Cause I just, I was so stressed out trying to pass my board exam so I could start working. I understand how hard it, it is, but you know, you have a goal, you need to grind and to succeed in life, you have to do these things. And she should be understanding of that. But I think that that again, comes down to a conversation of saying like, this is for both of us. Like I'm working so hard for both of us right now. We, this is a, t this is going to be a tough few years or however long you're in. I don't know how long your graduate program is, but this is your goal because at the same time, like you will end up feeling resentful of your partner if you don't graduate on time or you start slipping in school. And so I don't know, is it, I know you've been in a relationship for five years. If she can't understand that, is it the best relationship to be in now? Also, when you do have time, like I do think it's important to take, to let her know that she's still important to you. If she is like, you have to let, you have to communicate that to her and let her know, like, I still love you. I want to be here for you. I can't right now though. Like this is my focus, but it is for you the betterment re of our future. Her. Yeah. Side note. I only dated that girl for a couple months also. So you were with this girl for five years. Yeah. Because I've been in a relationship I mean, so for five So she years. is committing a lot of her life to you. Right. I mean, I, I guess I'm looking from her perspective, like, okay, so we've already been together for five years. Now you're in this graduate program, say it's another four years, because some of them are. I don't know what you're what you're going there for. There has to be some type of compromise though, where she understands that you have to work in your program, but like you Maybe guys she's do... looking for a commitment, a little more commitment. You know, I, I'm just I'm just saying this food for thought. Like she's investing a lot of this, like how do you commit a ring? Maybe. I don't know. Again, I think it, it 
boils down to you guys have to be on the same page. Like you both have to be working towards a common goal together. And that means her also supporting you in this, you supporting her in regards to making her feel loved, secure. And so I just think too, like you guys, as much as like you, you look, you're looking at it from your perspective, like this is your goal. You're moving for forward for the both of you. Like she also needs to feel like you're, you care for her. And so you have to compromise and spend some quality time, I think. I'm like, just wondering if she wants more than words. Like, I know you're strapped right now with like what's going on in your life, but I now I'm, I'm just kind of thinking from her side, like it's been a long time and it's going to be even longer. Like she's probably wanting some more commitment than just words of affirmation or words of reassurance. You, uh, you yeah, also, know. probably, but you also don't know that. You also don't know like what they're, arrangement is like what she has going on. So talk to her. Yeah, of yeah. course. Like she might want to ring on it, but I just, again, you, you also have to like give yourself grace. You know, are you studying 24 seven? Like maybe make a committed time together to be like, this is our time where we spend two hours every Sunday. You know what I mean? Like it's maybe, yeah. Like you take intentional time with one another. You do have to take a fucking break. That's what I'm saying. Like you do, have to take time to eat, to take a brain break. You can't be on 24 seven right. either. And so there is compromise there. Like she should understand that, but you should also spend time with her. Yeah. So I think you guys can work this out if you just talk about it's it. Balance. Like it's not. Figure out something in your schedule. Yeah, yeah. You can't not make this work. Next question. I'm worried that I'm potentially the asshole. Here's the situation. A few years ago, a friend's fiance assaulted me at a work event. He grabbed my ass, my crotch, and made inappropriate comments. I told the friend and the fiance the next day in a group chat what happened. I ended up walking away from the friendships there and they got married. What I'm having an issue with though, I'm no longer in my friend's lives. I still am because we share a mutual friend in common. This common friend was there the same night as the assault and knew everything that transpired. What upsets me is that I know I shouldn't want to control the things here. I can't help but wonder about the common friend who knows and still chooses to have this creep in their life. I'm having a hard time with it years later because I'm having to decide to attend parties slash events knowing that these others are invited. It gets me really upset when I think about it all because it makes me question their values slash choices. And selfishly, I feel like I'm not considered at all. It truly seems like a get over it and show up situation. What sucks is the common friend didn't do the creepy things and they didn't ask for the position they're in. But I certainly didn't do the creepy things and I don't appreciate how the creep dealt with these things like not giving an apology and letting his wife speak for him. Ultimately, I wonder if walking away from everyone here is the best idea. I've discussed how deeply the assault has affected me, but yes, I feel like maybe I expect too much here. Bye. Yeah. Goodbye. I don't know. I would, I would Where judge is that the, fr friend, the friend that knows the everything that's friend. going on and yeah. brush it off. They're not like, a good friend. What the fuck's wrong with people? Drop all these people. Like, do you need them in your life? Like, the, the wife spoke for the assaulter. Is that what that says? The yeah, like she stood up for I'd be like, her fiance. I'd be like, bitch, who, who are you? Who the fuck are you? Did you see what happened? You and your fucking adulter, what do you call him? <laughs> An asshole, a shithole. I was saying adultery. <laughs> Adulterer. Adulterer husband. Ad fuck that guy. I think that's the way you say it. Yeah, I mean. Sexual assaultant. That's ridiculous. Get rid of all of them. It sucks. Cause that's your friend group, whatever. 
There's plenty of people out there who are good like, people. At a work event too, did this like, I have so many questions about like, did he get like, did you bring this to a higher up? Did you go to HR? Did this person get fired? Like how? Oh, fucking would, press charges I if you could. I would have no respect though for, I, yeah, like the mutual friend didn't do anything, but like you're going to be friends with someone who does that. That's like, and not to like bring this back to fucking Vanderpump rules, but that's like everyone in the friend group because one person was so shitty to like someone else. They were like, well, we have to drop this person. Like we don't accept that type of behavior. So the fact that this mutual friend is still accepting of these people or this person who assaulted you, that speaks a lot of volumes about their values and who, you know what I mean? Like the fact that the guy's still walking around freely without any repercussion of grabbing you in your vagina and your whatever. Like, are you fucking kidding you me? You do not expect too much here. You are validated in your feelings. Fuck all these people. Find new friends. There's plenty of fish in the sea. You don't. I'm sorry that you, I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. I think that's it. It was a sad way. I know. A sad I, ending. I, I hate, I hate that that happened for you. I hate that that happened to you. I hate that you're going through this, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. You'll meet better people and be like, Oh, I hope you're talking. I hope you're talking to somebody. You need to talk to somebody. Exactly. Obviously, that's scarring and detrimental. Like fuck. And I just hope that you have other quality people in your life to turn to to know that this is not normal behavior or behavior that you should justify continuing having like a mutual friend with. Cut ties with all of them. Absolutely, absolutely. Right now. Oh God, that's shitty. Um, I think that's it, John. Those are all the questions for today. Jesus. Shall we move into our icks? Yes. So my ick is with all you viewers and listeners out there. It's not with me? It's not with you. Wow. Guys, the short clips you see on Instagram John, you know that the people listening to this listen to the full videos. Well, I want them to share this with everyone else. All these short clips... We only show part of it to get you to want to watch the full thing. You're not you're not speaking to those people though. I well, I want them to tell the other people. I don't know those people. The ones who You're speaking to the people who like are Whoever. Whatever. They're like, why why don't they show the whole thing? Because like, cause that's the fucking point. And then people and then the other thing is like, this isn't an ick, but I'm just gonna like let everyone know because like I feel like I'm always messaging this. Like the full episode, if you wanna watch it. The full episode, it's on YouTube. And you type in Give It To Me Straight Podcast. That's where it is, is on YouTube. If you want to just listen, (laughs) Spotify and iTunes, Give It To Me Straight. John, you're not, again, like you're not talking to the, like the people who listen, like know that. Unless you're going to make this a short. I hate that I can't get mad at anyone. Unless you're going to make this like a short or a reel. No, like, I, I'm, people listening, I'm giving like, everyone home. Everyone has homework. Tell those people. No, you guys don't have if to If you do see that. them in the comments, you tell them. Honestly, if people watching don't under don't know where to find us or don't know that it's a full episode, like, then I don't want them to like, listen. Where is this? I'm I only like, want where the, the people fuck do you think it is? who listen to listen. You know what I mean? Like those, the people who are listening those you are guys the educated right now. People. Yeah, like we want you guys listening. If like, someone just, just like scroll up on the page. Why does it bother you so much? Who cares? It's like the amount of time you spend typing this. Like, uh, like, where is this? I have no idea. What, like, fucking scroll up. And it says, 
what episode number it is, the title of the episode, and we talk about it all the time. It's on fucking iTunes. You know what you should do then? You should copy and paste a reply. And then that way... No, I like to do it the hard way. I type it out every time. No, you like to do it the hard way and also give this disclaimer where they're not going to hear it because they're only watching the short videos. I'll make Goo make a clip. Everyone, this shit's for you. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and fucking YouTube. Okay. My ick is my ick. just general travel, like airport etiquette. I just feel like people walk slow. People cough in your mouth. Walk in the middle. <laughs> you know, they like walk in the middle. Yeah. I just think that like airports are um, the wild west sometimes, you know, and I'm just over it. People I feel like we like, traveled a lot this year. And I have to travel again this week. I saw a video. I saw a video, it. by the way, of a woman sticking her leg. So she's window sticking her leg in the crevice into the other person's seat. She didn't have shoes or socks on. Feet out in the person's seat. I would seat. dump water on it. I would. I don't. I don't know what. What's I would, the armrest protocol, by the way? Because the woman sitting next to me, I'm in the middle. Took my took the armrest. Middle seat took gets outside. both. Well, I did not. I did not get that. I did not get that. And she was hitting me. I feel like I want to kind of, maybe we should start new segments like each week where people could be, give their etiquette or not etiquette, but like stories about like travel We're not going or to, gym. We're not going to do that. Or like, you know what I mean? Just like, ugh, it's about, it's about those things. Just Anyways. Traveling, it's tiring. It's exhausting. I have all the travel icks. That's it. I need to start thinking of more specific icks. We just get to this point in the podcast. I'm like, oh, right. I didn't write down. Oh, I write my icks down. I'm like, I'm very specific about my icks. But anyways, I'm going to read a review. Woo! And then we are done. Look at this little cutie patootie. He's so sleepy and cute. All right. Y'all are the best. Five stars, KJW. It was actually spelled out like KJAY. Double, you know, whatever. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm binge listening to the podcast, mostly during my morning walks. It makes my five miles go by so fast. I'm almost caught up and then I'm going to be so bummed to only have one walk a week listening to y'all. Definitely. Oh, she's from Raleigh. This is one podcast that my fiance will listen to with me. He isn't into true crime podcasts like me. We are both from the Raleigh area, <gasps> met on Tinder, and can relate to you <gasps> both so much. So glad y'all are doing this. Oh, I love it. I was like, it. oh, definitely. This is Raleigh. It's got to be Raleigh. I, well, people, a lot of people say y'all. What do you mean? You don't think that people anywhere else say y'all? I know. It just made me think of Raleigh while I was reading it. Oh. I was like, oh, Raleigh. Thank you so much for writing that. That yes. was so sweet. Thank you. I, too, loved listening when I lived in Raleigh to podcasts walking around town waiting for Kobe to take a shit. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys. <laughs> like, subscribe, email, comment. If you want to email us any questions, you could reach us at hello, give it to me, straightpodcast.com, or click the link in the show notes or in our bio somewhere, and you could find us at give it to me, straight podcast everywhere on the socials. Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye.